0: Well, hi everybody. This is Joni Leonard talking to you from a hospital bed because I've had—I had—I discovered that I came down with C. Diff, and it's a a very uh, dangerous thing to have. And uh, but anyway, I'm well on my way to recovery. We hope. Anyway. Um, but this is not about me. It's This is Banquet of Books. It's the 13th of August okay. 20, 20, 2023. And in Banquet we talk about books we've enjoyed reading or hated reading. Uh, and everybody gets to talk uh, to give us about a three to five minute summary. And um, I don't know the date for the September 13th, uh, I mean 13th, yeah, for the September meeting of Banquet of Books, but I also want to welcome people from all over the world that I've heard that listen to our banquet, and um, we welcome everybody. So whatever time you're reading this, I mean, you're listening to this, uh, think of yourselves as being welcome. Anyway, um, I'm going to start out because if I if I don't start out, I'll forget everything about this book that I started reading. Okay, this book is called Funny Man. It's by Patrick McGillic. McGilligan, yeah, and it's, it's, his last name is M-C-G-I-L-L-I-A-N, and the book is about Mel Brooks, and everything you ever wanted to know about Mel Brooks, this book is, well, I was reading it on Bookshare, And I got to forty-eight percent and it was over three hundred pages then. So it is a very, very long book. And I found out a lot of things about Mel Brooks. He wasn't such a nice guy, according to this is a total chronology. And this guy must have started looking into Mel's life from when he was ten years old, and Mel is still alive. He's ninety-three. So, turns out that supposedly you get all the sides about Mel Brooks that weren't. Some were nice, but lots of the sides that he has not so nice. Anyway. I'll Stop Talking. It's on Bookshare. Um, and uh, as I said, I only read half of it, and that was quite enough for me. Thank you.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, Mel's 97 now, so he's still... Uh,
0: oh, 97, so when...
1: Yeah, yes, yeah, so it's it's probably, probably published a little while ago. But... Uh, uh, but like like any like anybody, if you can find anybody that's perfect, uh more power to you. Yeah, and I, I know we've all got our bad side. So
2: Alan but, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, I don't yeah.
2: know. There's Alan Limley. Uh
1: yeah, right. Right. I'm yeah.
3: perfect, Alan.
1: I, 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 I'll put the check in the mail tomorrow, Janet. Thank you very much. Okay. Sorry, all right. We accept so. credit
4: cards,
1: too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to call on folks in, Johnny, that's okay. And I'm, I'm sure. assuming you, you will jump in whenever you want to jump in. So, uh, okay, oh, let's see. Let's see. And at the top of the list would be Sally Rosenthal in Philadelphia. Oh, Take it away, okay. Sally. Okay.
4: Um, I have two books. The first one is on Bookshare. It's The Country of the Blind by Andrew Leland. It's L-E-L-A-N-D. This is a brand-new book. Um, he's been on Fresh Air, if any of you are NPR Um He is a journalist who is in his 40s now, and he has retinitis pigmentosa and has lost most of his vision, although he can still read... Print very little. He has about six degrees of central vision. Um, it's a story of how he began to lose his vision, um, what he did as a journalist, um, how it changed his marriage and his um fatherhood. Um very, very interesting book. He approaches it from a journalistic point of view. He went out to interview um People in different blindness organizations, but it also um, intersperses his own personal um, journey. And it's usually I don't read these type of books anymore. I read them very, very much when I started to lose my vision. Um, now it's like okay, I, I've read all of that, but I heard him on Fresh Air, and I just got interested, and I'm glad I read this one. It's it's very good and it's fresh. Um, The second one is called George the Magpie. It's by Frida Hughes, who is the daughter of Sylvia Plath and Ted Hughes. This is on Audible. Um, Frida Hughes is a poet in her own right. She's had, like her mother, has had some mental health struggles. And at the point this book begins, she moves from London to a country village in Wales and in the hope of saving her third marriage, which falls apart. But she rescues a fledgling magpie, names him George, and the story really revolves around her moving pretty much in the countryside in isolation with her group of animals and um, her writing at the time. It's If you like um, stories about People who change their lives, and um, it's interesting. Um, not for everybody, but it's interesting. So those are my two.
1: Okay, uh, quick comment about the is it Andrew Leland? Is that the that's the first book's yeah. author,
4: right? Yeah. I, I I listened to that
1: Terry Gross interview as well. Uh, he's also he's he's Neil Simon's grandson. For people that are familiar with Neil Simon, yes. the playwright, at yeah. uh, uh, And. I love Terry Gross, but I'm mad that when she talked about the NFB, she called it the National Federation for the Blind instead of I the know. Blind. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, that's typical. Uh, yeah, no, that's typical. But uh, that, that, but uh, I, I may give this book a go. The, the, the interview was. I mean, she, she she's great. I really I really like her stuff. But uh, uh, I, I enjoyed listening to him, and that that was a good thing. So uh, yeah, I listened well, to you. that too, and it was yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So 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 thank you, Sally. Uh, okay. Joni, you have comments.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd like to read that Leland book. Um,
4: it's and it's called
0: The Country of the Blind?
4: The Country of the Blind. Yeah. He based it's, it on the yeah. um, title from the Jules Verne novel, or short story, um, Not to Be Confused with the Planet of the Blind, by Stephen of uh, about 20 years ago, a uh, guiding eyes graduate who wrote a memoir about you blind. blind. Pro-
1: and you probably said this. Is is it already on BARD
5: or not?
4: Um, I read it on Bookshare. I no, would it's imagine... not on
5: BARD. Oh, okay. No. Right. It's not okay. yet? It's oh, not. The price. Nope. Uh, uh, it's okay. on Audible. It's I all on
4: Audible and Bookshare. I, I,
5: mean, okay. no, I, I got it from Bookshare. I bet it'll be, I bet
1: it'll be coming for long. Though, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I would imagine
0: yeah. it is,
4: yeah.
1: Okay. Thank you, Sally.
0: Sure. See. Yeah, thanks, Sally.
1: Now, Judy, I don't remember. Did you say you read something, have something to talk about, or not?
0: No, I'm sorry, I didn't. I've been too busy. Um, we don't allow stuff.
1: we don't allow apologies here, so that that's fine. I was just asking, so uh, but I, I wanted to get I wanted to give you a chance to speak.
0: Thank you. I did start a book called Fearless, and I got into it immediately, and it was wonderful. And then I got busy with life and. Uh, didn't finish, so I okay. will
1: since, it. since you haven't read any books, do you want to cast aspersions on any of our characters while you've got the floor? No. It's
0: very- <laughs>
1: okay. All right. Okay.
6: Oh come all on, Alan. Right. We
0: only
7: okay.
6: have an hour. <laughs> I, 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 okay. okay. Let's, all right. Let's
0: see. Okay. Me, well, that.
1: well. Thank you for being here, Judy, and uh. Okay.
0: having me.
1: Okay. Let's see. Jana Luttrell.
2: Okay, my book is called Driftwood Summer by Patty Callahan Henry and the number is DB71559. It takes place in a coastal town in Georgia and it's about a family who owns a bookshop that is failing. The sister who is working at the bookshop calls her other two sisters home to help her to revive the bookstore at the same time their mother has become ill and she wants all the family to be together so the sisters have been on bad terms for years of course and everybody has secrets so this book is about the perception of betrayal and all these secrets that are revealed. And also there's a lot in the book about Southern living in a coastal town. So it, it's uh, called Driftwood Summer, and it's DB71559.
1: Okay. And that's uh, all I have. We re- now we really want to hear what you have to say about Look Both Ways by Linwood Barclay.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> it but, seemed like the first couple of chapters, it seemed like he was just a pervert.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I need well, to read
7: a little further. You need to come to Mystery <laughs>
1: Group in two weeks from today, and then we'll release to hear what you have to say about it. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank, thank you, Jenna. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Yeah,
0: thanks, Jenna.
1: John Bollier.
3: Yes, sir. You're up. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to be brief because I'm sure that, <clears throat> well, well, that's my voice. I'm sure a lot of people here are familiar with the author of the book that I read. Uh, Doris Kearns Goodwin. Oh yeah, uh, oh. He's a big historian writer yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Well, she did her memoirs, and I felt like she and I were next-door neighbors. It seems like everything she was talking about, I could relate to very well. Uh, And and I did find out good reason behind it. She's only eight months older than I am. And and, uh, so it made it very intriguing. And... uh, My only thing was, and I don't know if she has done this in her history books or not, but I thought that some of the details were too long. But Mm -hmm. other than that, I enjoyed the book. And I actually tried to get a hold of her, but I haven't been able to yet. But she's so famous and she's on all these TV programs and everything else. Yeah. Anyway, that's my story and I'm going to stick to it.
6: What was the title uh, of the book?
3: Because I think till I read next it. next year.
6: Yes, that was a wonderful book. I loved that book. Me yeah. too.
3: Yeah. What? what the title's Wait Till Next Year? Wait Till Next Year and I Got It okay. On Bard. Okay. All right. Yeah, I do, read it on my machine. Did we read that for one of our book groups, Sherry, maybe.
6: Um, it's certainly possible. I definitely don't remember everything we've read, but it was a great book. Uh, she she was a big yeah. Yankees fan, and that's.
1: Uh, I thought she was a
6: Brooklyn Dodger fan. Oh, that was you're You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: then she turned I, I, I into a Red it. Sox fan. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, thank. <laughs> Thank you, Big Bad John Bowyer. All right, let's see. Yes,
0: John, but you're not allowed to steal my (laughs) line. My line being, it is my story, and I'm going to stick to it.
3: That's right.
0: Okay, sorry, John. That sounds really good. I've read. uh, I, I know one book read by her. So anyway. We can continue and thank you. Well, it
3: sounded like when I was talking with you the other day that you remember reading that book. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Possible. Liz Lindsay.
7: Okay, I have three books, but they're going to be fast. The first one is a memoir by Elizabeth Urich, E H U R I C H. It's called Miriam's Kitchen a memoir. And the DB number on it is um, 45642. This was a great book. It's um, Elizabeth Yurek grew up in a Jewish family. And um, she, you know, they were kind of more culturally Jewish than anything else. She said they kept kosher style, um, meaning that they didn't eat pork, but they really didn't do the kosher kitchen. They didn't, they weren't careful about, you know, eating out or anything like that. But when she married, her mother-in-law kept a strict kosher house and kind of inspired her to want to do the same. And it really goes into a lot of detail about what it means and what it involves keeping a kosher kitchen. And there's a lot of great recipes um, scattered throughout the book. And she talks about just her struggle with, you know, kind of moving back and forth, trying to keep kosher and realizing how difficult it was and And um, I just really, really enjoyed it. And I gained such a deep respect for people who do strive to keep kosher kitchens because it is just no joke. I mean, it is really a a very detailed um, and it takes a whole lot of commitment um, to do that. So that was the first one. The second two are this, uh, I read, finally got around reading The Shining and Dr. Sleep by Stephen King. I read them on Audible, but they are both on Bard. the, the Shining is DB51373, and Dr. Sleep is DB77471, um, of course, by Stephen King, and I loved them both. The Shining was really scary. It, it had classic Stephen King horror throughout it. It was, I mean, just some of the... the some of the scenery, some of the scenes described were like really gruesome Dr. Sleep not so much although there was enough of it there but I really liked it because Danny was the kid in The Shining and Dr. Sleep is him 30 years later and what his life is like and what he's what he's doing now and I just really enjoyed the reads so if you haven't read them um, they are both unbarred I don't know um you know, I read them on, on uh, Audible again because I liked the, the narrator better on Bard. I mean, on, on Audible, but those are my books.
8: So I, I will I, agree. I, those were both very good books. Sorry, this is Melinda. They were very, very good. Um, the Shining is, of course, they're both Stephen King, very classic Stephen King. And yeah, they're very, very good books, both of them. So, so mm-hmm. I have a,
1: a Shining question for you. yeah. <laughs> After reading that, has is, is, is that changed how you feel about shower curtains? When you when you go when you stand outside a a tub that's got a shower curtain pulled to, it should. Uh, it really should.
7: Well, mine has kitty cats all over it, so it's still okay. <laughs>
1: I you, that book scared the hell out of me. I, I didn't it, want to go anywhere near a
8: shower yeah. curtain for a while. Yeah, but oh, uh, yeah, I, I can understand why it would. It was,
7: but oh yeah. <laughs> I also wanted. I also wanted to say to, um, was it Jana that that read uh, Driftwood Summer? Who was it that? Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We yeah.
7: read we read that book in a, one of the book clubs a few years ago, and I really enjoyed oh. that book. It was a very good book. So I'm glad oh, glad you got to read it. Oh, good. Thank you.
1: Okay. So that's, that's all from you, Liz, right?
7: Yes. That's all from me.
1: Joni comments.
0: Well, um, I have really gotten to like Stephen King so much. Um, so, so the book sounds real good. Well, I know that I read, I remember the shining when it, it first came out and, um, so um, I'm anxious to read. What is this be- the
7: second book called? Dr. Sleep. Oh, Dr. Sleep. No, Dr. Yeah, Sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, Dr. Sleep.
7: Um,
0: I heard of it and I meant to read it and I never got to it.
7: So it gives me an incentive to uh,
0: go read it's it. It's really
7: good. You will never look at old people in Winnebago the same way. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when, scary. When, I'm when an when old you, people. I know when you're going down the road and you see a bunch of RVs with old people in them, you're going to think twice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> or you can just go to a Walmart parking lot somewhere and probably find there them. There you so go. You yeah, so <laughs> too, too. And by
7: okay. I'm
8: an old person too, so it's okay.
1: okay uh, Melinda
8: first of all I'd like to say Joni I definitely hope you'll be feeling better very soon and it's good to hear your voice so oh thank you so much that's very kind
0: okay I I I have oh I'm sorry no I just said I hope I do too this is this has been a nightmare
8: yeah I can imagine it wouldn't be No, I I can imagine it's not easy and definitely good to hear your voice out here, though.
0: Oh, thank you. That's so nice.
8: Okay, I have three books and I'll try to make them quick. Um, So the first book is called The Day the World Came to Town. And it's by Jim and his last name is D-E-F-E-D-E. And the DB number is 924-924. Two nine. And um, <clears throat> it's about this um, town in Newfoundland called um, Gander, I think is the name of it. And on September eleventh, planes of people were diverted to this little town because of everything that was going on here. And thousands of people were diverted to this little town. And it's a true story about how the town welcomed the people how they took care of them and the friendships that developed after the people left. And it was a really good book. Um, I really liked it. It was a really, really good book. It was um, just kind of a nice read, you know, just one of those books that kind of makes you smile.
1: Well, uh, when you're dealing with something like nine 11, (laughs) You, you, you want to get the Canadians involved somehow since since they're the nicest people on earth, I think. So,
8: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good book. It was actually recommended to me by a friend. So, yeah, it was a really good book. <clears throat> so um, the next book I have is called The Lost Ticket. And it's by Freya, F-R-E-Y-A, Samson, S-A-M-P-S-O-N. And the DB number is one zero nine eight two one and this book was about this woman who moves to a new area after everything falls apart with her in her old area she's broken hearted she's lost her job everything's gone wrong for her and she's riding a bus and an elderly man mistakes her for somebody he knew in his past and the story comes out that years ago He met a woman who had the same color hair as she does. And they were supposed to go out on a date that night, but he lost her information that she'd written down on a bus ticket. And for like 50 or 60 years, he's been riding the same bus, hoping to see this woman again. And this woman gets involved with this, this young girl, this younger woman um, befriends him and decides that she's going to help him find out about her find her before his dementia gets too bad. And it was a really good book. It made me laugh. It made me cry. It made me angry because her ex was, well, her ex for a reason. Um, and it, it was a really good book. So it's called The Lost Ticket.
1: And number three.
8: And number three is um, The Silent House. And it's by Nell, N-E-L-L, Pattison, P-A-T-T-I-S-O-N. And the number for that one is 111629. And it's the first book in a series. um, And the, I guess, um, the person is uh, Paige Northwood is her name. And what happens is... The people who live in this house are all deaf. And they wake up one morning and their young child has been murdered. And mm-hmm. Paige Northwood is an interpreter who comes to interpret for them. And as she gets to know them, she thinks that they're hiding more than they're saying. You know, they know more than they, they say they know. So it's the first in a, I think it was three book series. I think Bard only has the first two But I believe Audible has them all. So those are my three books.
6: Outstanding.
8: So good. Thank you.
1: And and I'm just going to say, Melanie, you win the award for Best Enunciation. Pausing clearly, having all your book titles and the names spelled and all the DB numbers and stuff. So you win the the, the new banquet award for that. So oh, well, Thank job. you. <laughs> <laughs>
8: so thank you. We,
1: we, we appreciate you taking such care, uh, keeping us informed. So thank you so very much.
8: Well, uh, I have to say something to you, Alan. I appreciate the fact that you put the announcements up on the DB review list um, for the different like banquet and worlds of books and uh those um because yeah. i really appreciate those reminders
1: yeah N- N- nolan and don are, are nice to let me post those <laughs> there because you know I, I post there and and uh, there's a bunch of lists i post to, but uh I, I know a lot of folks are on that list so i'm glad they allow me to do that and i hope i don't wear myself out too bad but uh i'm a i'm a big user of email i always have been i just i prefer it over social media stuff so it's uh uh, it, it is. What I can understand so, that. It, it, yeah, but so. thank you
0: so much for those okay. reminders. I appreciate them. Uh,
1: oh, You're very welcome.
0: And you know, I appreciate that too, Ellen. And Belinda, this is the first of the Banquet of Books Awards for Annunciation, Annunciation,
8: <laughs> Clarity of Thought, yeah.
0: and all that good stuff.
8: Oh, well, so thank, thank you. you. I, I, I like to be as I like to be concise, but I like to make sure everybody can understand too, you know. So but thank you all. That's really nice.
1: It's very much appreciated. Okay. So Sherry Wells.
6: Okay. I have two books. The first one is A Simple Murder by Linda Castillo, C-A-S-T-I-L-L-O, and it's D B 109583. Probably a lot of you are familiar with her. She writes the Kate Burkholder Mysteries. Yep. I don't read a lot of mysteries. I don't know, somebody recommended this. It's This is a book of short stories and each mystery is one or two hours long but she does a fantastic job of developing it um, and putting tension in there and then solving the mystery. It's really great. And I think my favorite one was called uh, Seeds of Deception, where Kate was only 14 years old and she was still Amish and somebody burns a barn down And she has to figure out whether it's her best friend or whether it's this bad boy who's always in trouble in the town. And they're just really good mysteries. It's inspired me to read the whole series, which I've downloaded the first one, and I'll get started on it someday. The second book is called Six Graves to Munich by Mario Clary. Um, C-L-E-R-I. And it is uh, D.B. 113 857 and this is actually mario Puzo who wrote the godfather this is only a five or six hour book um it's about a man he and his wife were tortured by the nazis and luckily mario spares us the torture details which i thought was i was very pleased with that you don't need to hear that you just need to hear yeah. that they were tortured okay. and he is um now free, and he is tracking down the seven men that were involved in the torture of he and his wife. And the story is how he tracks each man down. He he wants to kill them, but he wants to make sure they know who he is before he kills them. And it's hard to describe. There's just so many twists in the stories that it just is really, it's very, very good. And again, he does spare us graphic details of violence obviously people get killed and it's pretty gruesome but he doesn't give us a lot of the details so I highly recommend that he's an excellent writer and those are my two
1: and did, didn't you post about that on db reviews or somebody I might did. have i, I yeah, think it probably, I probably did, yeah. i probably do. because it's on my wish list because because it was a good i don't a good think review. you'll be
8: disappointed in the linda yeah. casillo yeah. books at all they're very very good oh, yes. no so, she's well, a really yeah, good yeah. Player. Uh, she, yeah.
1: she's excellent yeah she is linda casillo i love yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah and i like that, cool. that kate Bur- burkholder character too she's, she's oh yeah
8: she doesn't put up with anything she's 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 great
0: yeah i okay oh, <laughs> yeah. And I
6: want thank, to you, thank you. Thank
0: you very much.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Six yeah. something to Munich. Six graves.
6: Uh, graves.
1: Yeah. 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 Six Let graves. Let me go here.
6: back okay. there. Yeah. Six graves <laughs> to Munich. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Very nice. Okay, Dan, you're up.
5: Dan, uh, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Oh, yeah. I have three books. First one is Isle of Palms by Dorothea, that's D-O-R-O-T-H-E-A, Benton, B-E-N-T-O-N, the next uh, last name is Frank, F-R-A-N-K. I don't have the DV uh, number, but uh, she's written, I think they have 26 books by her, um, so you'll know, if you like her books, she'll be busy for a while. Uh, Sadly, I heard that, I forget where, that she passed away, so we won't be seeing any more books. It's about a uh, woman who leaves the low country of South Carolina for New York, and she loses her job, and she comes, it's really, that part isn't as important. Uh, She comes back, to where she grew up and she kind of gets in touch with what happened to her mother who was murdered and you learn about her father's mother and a lot of her friends that come back to live in the area. She has a um, man that she married who was gay, but he does it to give her cover because someone raped her. And then she divorces him, and you know it, it's very complicated. Uh, I mean, as only a novel can be, lots of twists and turns. But everyone ends up happy, and that's that book. Uh, uh, the next one, which I like, read and liked because I grew up on a farm, uh, is called "The Crops Look Good," <laughs> and the author is Sarah S. A. S-A-R-A, R. A. Deluca. And that's uh, D-E space L-U-C-A, DeLuca. And um, don't have the DB number for that one. It's about a family who write letters to each other. And it starts with their letters uh, in the mid-1920s uh, until about the mid-1950s. And it's it's nonfiction. Uh But the niece of one of the letter writers compiled the letters and interviewed some of the people who were still alive and chose the best letters. And you find out what Wisconsin farm life was like during the 1920s, the ups and downs of the Depression and World War II. And uh, the book is very vivid. You learn about every aspect of farming. I mean, it's not for the squeamish. Uh, you know, talks about butchering animals and uh, things like that. Some of the uh, letters uh, are happy, some are sad, some are funny. And I highly recommend the book. And the last book I would like to talk about is called Living Off the Grid, Life Without the Internet. I think that's the title. It was recently added to Bard. The author's name, it's a little tricky, it's Robert just like you'd expect and King it Uh, K-I-N-G-E-T-T. That's K-I-N-G-E-T-T. It's about a blind guy journalist who at the time was living in Chicago. It's nonfiction and he decides to uh, disconnect from the internet for a month. And I really didn't like the book all that much. I mean, He really talked about more his personal life and all the things he gave up. But I never got a good sense from him what he was trying to accomplish by doing this. I mean, the book is full of anecdotes and self-absorption. And then the last scene where he reconnects with the internet, he's on a date. And at midnight, he turns on his Twitter feed. And just, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't read the book, but I... I read it because it was by a blind journalist who I'd heard uh, interviewed on a podcast, and I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. And it was was okay, but it's not the best book I've read. So uh, that's all I have for today.
1: Well, I I have a question. Did he turn Mm -hmm. on his Twitter feed
5: while he was still on his date? (laughs) Uh, Actually... Actually, it's kind of graphic. I mean, I hope you guys aren't prudes, but he's he's in bed with another guy. And at midnight, he decides to, to start connecting with the internet. And the first thing he does is turn his phone, his uh, router on so he can get his email. And it just, the whole oh, thing wow. seemed too uh-uh. contrived to me. It's like, you know, uh-uh. what people do in their personal life, I don't really care. I just don't want to hear every last detail.
1: I, I'm gonna take a hard pass on that one. I think so. Anyway, but, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well. Well. well thanks, Dan. So thanks. As you're always. welcome. That's all I do want to
8: read the one about the the life on the year on the farm because um, it's a very. Yeah, that sounds I, very I, interesting, and I like is. Wisconsin history. So I yeah. do too. I've
5: read several books set in Wisconsin. Um. Um. But no, the other two I I read. I highly recommend. Oh, oh okay. So I, uh, I'm going to blather
1: on real quick and probably not make a lot of sense. I'm going to talk about a handful of books and I'm not going to win the most prepared award. Cause I don't have DV numbers for a lot of this stuff. So y'all just have to forgive me, but uh, I, 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 I'm a rom- romantic at heart and, and I like good romances. Cherry, forgive me. I know you're, that's not your <laughs> bag,
5: but uh you know,
1: I, 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 I'll, Emily Henry, I like. She she's the author. And I I'm just mad I never was able to find a wife to marry with the name of Emily, because Emily Limley, man, I mean, what a name. Man. That'd have been great. Oh. But, uh, but, oh, but yeah. uh I I I I like the way she uses words and stuff. I mean, you got you gotta deal with the romance and stuff, and you know, you, and it's like most romances, you know, they're gonna they're gonna usually end up with a nice neat bow and stuff. But I've read People We Meet on Vacation is the first one I read, and the second one's called Book Lovers, but I'm a huge fan of Julia Whalen as as the narrator, and she narrates a lot of uh, Emily's books and stuff, so Bard's got several of them, and her name's uh, Emily Henry, just like it sounds, you know, uh, 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 H-E-N-R-Y is her last name, but uh, uh, I mean, if you like a good romance, find one of those, and make sure you get one of the ones that's read by by Julia. It's because, uh, they're, 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 I enjoyed both of those thoroughly. Uh, I'm also reading on Audible, a book called Hello Beautiful by Ann Napolitano. That's gotten, I, th- I think it's gotten a lot of critical uh, praise and stuff. And, and yeah, it's it, t- it takes place in the Chicago area. And it's about, it's about a family of four sisters. Uh, uh, and, it, it just kind of goes through their lives. You know, the the oldest one's name is Julia. The second one's name is, I've already forgotten what the second one's name is. And then the last two are twins. And they're all close in age. And uh, uh, it, it just kind of goes through their lives. And it's a, it's a real character study. And, you know, if, if you like that kind of stuff, I, I expect it'll be on Bard eventually. I don't think it's there yet. But it's called Hello, Beautiful by Anne Napolitano. Uh, and oh, I read final, that,
0: and and it was yeah. it was very very interesting.
1: Yeah, you would you read it on Bookshare, I guess.
0: No, I read it on the Bard Braille thing of uh, e-reader.
1: Oh, my, oh so maybe, oh, maybe it's all <laughs> Bard. I I don't know, I didn't think it was, but maybe it is. So, uh, uh, well, I, I guess it about, might
0: be. It might be in Braille, but it might not be. Available in in any other form? On Bar- okay. I don't know, but, but the thing yeah. of it is, is that they uh, they they want to emulate Little Women, so they yeah. want to be right, right. Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy.
1: And, and, and I've never read Little Women, so that that's that probably went over my head. So uh, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but 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 it is what it is. And then finally, I'm reading. Uh, persuader by lee child it's uh you know the sixth or seventh book in the jack reacher series and it just kicks butt you know as reacher oh, always good does theory. but good uh, you know I, I i'm a huge fan of uh, dick hill was one of my favorite narrators back uh bless me he's gone now i think we lost him last fall mm-hmm. but uh he, he he is like jack reacher to me because you know all, <laughs> all the original books i ever read uh I got from the Memphis public library and he narrated them all and stuff. And just, uh, he became kind of became that character and stuff. And then this is, this is just got kind of, a, uh, uh, Lee child, also James Grant's his real name, but, uh, uh he, the, the man's just smart and, and he weaves a lot of good, good plot stuff in, uh, and he does a lot of stuff with numbers and he's just, he, he's a smart guy. And uh, I, I, I like the way he writes at least the first, Ten or twelve of these Jack Reacher books, I really like because they're all clever and they've got good plot lines and they're uh, they're, they're just well written. And then and Dick Hill narrating them is just great. But uh, uh, you yeah, know, he 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 goes after a uh, that he, he's trying to get a guy that that was a, a a bad defense intelligence guy back when Reacher was in the army as a military policeman. And this guy got this guy got away. Reacher tried to kill him uh back 10 years ago when he when he was in the military police and he runs into this guy when, when he's out he on his own again uh, after a concert in boston one night and you know the and the guy's still alive so he goes into the whole backstory the, the guy's a real bad baddie and uh it's just yeah it's just it's just a good story and it's got gun running and everything in it. So uh anyway that, that's enough for me. So uh yeah. Did I not call on anybody? Because I think I, I think I call on anybody. Does anybody else have any comments, or did I leave anybody out?
0: Well, it's been a wonderful group today. I think the people that come into Banquet and the people that come into all of the Accessible World Book Clubs, the ones that I'm in anyway, are smart.
1: Oh, it's the creme de la creme. No, no question about it. Yeah. That's, that's oh, right. By the way,
3: Joni. <laughs> by the way, Joni. <laughs> <Joanie,
0: laughs> what?
3: It's September 10th, dear. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, Thank that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: that's, that's when the next,
8: make
1: sure I... bi- the next bike will be on September 10th.
3: And so, I don't know why I would know
1: that. Because you asked your Odessa device, I expect, right? Yeah. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
1: no. That that that's how I knew because I, 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 I needed, might that I be your something. birthday? It's very your near that.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> your birthday is the eighth, isn't that's it? That's
3: right. <laughs> ah, okay. well, happy
8: oh. Well, happy Well, happy early birthday. birthday.
3: Yes. <sighs> and In fact, then, my uh, wife's yeah. birthday was yesterday.
8: Oh. Happy belated know. birthday. Great. Happy belated <laughs> birthday. <Yeah. laughs> yes.
1: Well, I, I will remember all of y'all while I'm eating the uh the barbecue sandwich
3: and the mm, banana pudding. Okay. No, don't don't don't, don't don't
4: don't Ellen, say banana
3: pudding again.
8: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ellen, <laughs> Ellen.
3: Yes, yes. Just bring I it to us. Don't say it. Bring it to us. I think
2: it's Jana banana pudding. Yes,
3: exactly. <laughs> yes.
2: <Ooh. laughs>
7: Oh. But
1: uh, I, I, my, my apologies, I'm sorry, you, you know, for 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 putting for putting, it, for putting it in your face. May I please,
7: ask a question of Alan. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Is it do you, do your people make the banana pudding with vanilla wafers and meringue on top? Oh, that sounds good. I, I'm
1: not
0: sure
7: if it's oh. got
1: meringue on top. It's definitely got vanilla wafers in it, and it's got bananas. Ooh, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of. Different I think there's a cooked version, maybe, and a non cooked version. I, yes, I don't know. I've done really, but,
7: yes. I've done yeah, yeah. The cooked I, version is really good. And my mom my mom's from North Carolina and we always put meringue on top of ours unless it's I'm making ooh. it. And then I then I just ooh. take a shortcut and do whipped cream. But
6: yeah,
1: <laughs> you know. I, uh, yeah, I think I, I think this is probably a non-cooked version. I think it probably has whipped cream probably instead of yeah. or cool whip oh, or something that's like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh but, but
7: it'll, be fine. Nice. it'll it'll be fine. Oh, it'll be
1: good. Yeah, yeah, I'll supper. I'll, I'll supper I'll
5: three. So, anyway, but anyway, meringue is okay. hard to make. Uh,
7: yeah. Yes, it is. Well, especially, it helps, humid, but... especially if it's humid, as it is in Michigan a lot, meringue mm-hmm. is really hard to do. <laughs> I bet. Yeah.
1: Now, do, do, if y'all want to keep talking, I can make somebody else the host and y'all can keep
3: talking or. I have uh, to
7: go figure out what to do for dinner. So, I uh, okay. Well, going. Well, <laughs>
2: you made us all hungry. So
7: okay yeah, you go. yeah fact,
3: oh. i think i'm gonna go eat too all right. <laughs>
8: okay well, enjoy your enjoy your again. dinner alan uh, and th-
1: th- your food. thank you so
8: much oh,
7: thanks you. so much
3: guys keep in touch yes,
8: yes definitely absolutely. Okay. Come to, yeah, yeah.
1: please come to worlds of books on Tuesday night and uh and yeah. we'll talk about oh, uh uh we're all made of stars so yeah again
4: yeah. and you, okay. you can bash me for the selection um Nobody's oh, gonna be bash. I thought Sally. it was good, Sally. Okay. Nobody's no, gonna
1: be bashing, Jeff. So, yeah. No, I think I'm it could bash have been anybody. I think it
4: could have been narrated better. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Mark yeah.
1: yeah. more clearly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I will I, yeah.
0: Save, I'll save ahead. my opinion for Tuesday night.
3: Okay. That, doesn't b- <laughs> okay that doesn't bode well but, uh,
1: <laughs> but uh, anyway but uh, i I listened to the the prologue on audible and the, the narration was much better because it was a it, it was a british female and you know she didn't sound like uh, uh, like a an old lady american as faith pots does but but no uh, but but true. more 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 tuesday nights. so anyway but anybody I just take- have a quick hey.
4: question for liz liz yes. those cats on your shower curtains are yes. those real cats? Because I know you have oh, a number goodness. of cats.
7: Do they <laughs> hang on your shelf? <laughs> no, but there's lots of pictures of cats that look like some of our cats. Okay. <laughs> and, and, nice. some, and some of the cats have passed on. So it's kind of like saying hello to them every time we go into the bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's nice.
1: That's nice. That's very,
8: very. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. okay. All right, guys. Take care. Right, take
3: care and stay safe. Okay. All, right. All, right. All right. Bye-bye. Take care,
7: everybody. Right. Bye-bye. 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 bye 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 bye